0: Liddy sighed. Grace had only recently split from Justin. What did Ralph think was wrong with her? She was with Justin a long time, and now she's not, Liddy said. Well, relationships break down all the time, Lid, and I know you'll think I'm an insensitive bastard for saying that. Anyway, I can't say I ever really warmed to him. You're not a bastard, or insensitive, Liddy told him. Just a bit tied up in the new venture to notice what others might be feeling, perhaps. What I'm feeling. Phew, Ralph said. Glad you added perhaps there. And for the record, Liddy said, and between you and me and underneath this juve, I never warmed to Justin either. I never felt he was right for Grace. Not like you and me, eh? Ralph quipped, dropping a noisy kiss on Liddy's forehead. Something like that, Liddy said, as Ralph scrambled out of bed, blowing her a kiss as he went and disappeared down the corridor towards the kitchen. Slowly, Liddy slid out of bed, slipped her arms into her ancient but comfortable dressing gown, and followed. Everything felt wrong to Grace. Everything. The pillow, the weight of the duvet, the firmness of the mattress. Even the smell of it all was different different fabric conditioner to the one she used, and someone else's living and loving had seeped into the walls perfuming the room. She breathed in deeply through her nose, holding the air to her. Slowly, she crossed her arms, pushing down the silk of the nightdress, allowed a hand to cup each breast, breasts which felt less full, less firm, as though Grace herself had shrunk somehow. Even her own body felt different now. What sort of madness had made her say yes to a move to Devon with her parents? At thirty-one! Grace could only assume that the same madness that strikes a person when first in love, so that they forget to eat, to sleep, and they do mad things like stand for hours in the cold just to get a glimpse of the person who is filling their heart, their mind, is the same madness that has waited, like some praying mantis, for when that love goes. A madness that turns every day grey, every night full of terrors. A madness that makes a fully grown woman take the idiotic backward step of returning to live with her parents after 13 years spent living her own life. Grace turned over, tried to block out the sounds of someone on the terrace dragging something across the flagstones. This was never going to work, not living with Liddy and Ralph again, the gentleness of their lives as bland as porridge, with no highs and lows to punctuate their days. Oh, she loved them, and if the fact they were still together after over thirty years was a benchmark, then they loved one another too. But there wasn't the excitement she'd had with Justin, the petty rows that escalated into voices raised far higher than they need have been, but it was their way. Grace found herself frustrated that Lydia and Ralph by their very acquiescence to one another's needs and wants, were denying themselves the making up afterwards. Making up which far outweighed an hour or so's bad feeling. She remembered asking her mother once if she and Ralph ever rowed. Her mum had been totally bemused and said, Row? Why would we row? As though to do so was alien to her, or wrong somehow. Already, Grace was missing the exhilaration of running a busy restaurant with staff problems and supplier problems and over-fussy clientele sending food back to the kitchen. All things with which she had dealt easily and with humour, and with style. It was all she knew how to do, for God's sake. What could she do now? Grace sat up, plumped up the pillow and rearranged it. She would not get up yet. She hurled the pillow back against the mattress thumped its middle hard in an effort to purge herself of perhaps a smidgen of anger and hurt. But nothing happened. Do I still love him? Grace asked the floral pattern of the pillowcase. Do I? Ah, you are awake, Gracie. Her father's voice preceded his bare-sized head around the corner of the bedroom door. Tea? How long have you been standing outside the door? Grace snapped. God, this was worse than when she'd been a teenager. Riddled with angst over her body, her friends, her exams. Always.